Hey everybody, this is a new series of episodes here at Keep Talking that I'm calling Sensitive Subjects. I wanted to do this because we live in a time where we are often afraid to speak our minds on certain issues, but I think it's important to do so. Now, in these episodes, I'll be expressing my opinion on the subject at hand, and my opinions don't necessarily reflect the opinion of Keep Talking as an organization. I'm not an expert on most of these subjects, but I am doing enough basic research before recording to have gained enough knowledge about the topic to have an opinion that I think is worth sharing. All right, I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? Today I'm talking about religion, which is one of the most sensitive subjects to a lot of people all around the world. And let me just open with a joke, okay? This is from my friend, well, my, my dad's friend, the late, great Dave Batten, who passed away at the end of 2010, if I'm not mistaken. We don't like religion, but we like churches. <laughs> and the, the context that this comes from is, I, he's, as you can tell, he was not a religious man. But um, without getting into who he is, even I was working for him as part of his company. Um, what we did is we put up, this is when I was in college, we put up um, those inflatable, like bouncy houses for children's parties. And long story short, uh, there would be a lot of times where a church would rent out these things, um, you know, to have like some sort of a party at the church. And we would set him up at the church, and the church would pay him really good money. So anyway, long story short, we could, we could get into all day about the money that the churches and different religious organizations have. But I just, I remember that line, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> we don't like religion, but we like churches. Um, okay, so um, joking aside, I'll probably joke about a few other things throughout the episode just to keep it light. Even though it's a serious topic, probably offend a few people here and there, but that's what happens on podcasts. Um, so this topic, you know, all these sensitive subjects topics, I, I really, I go into them because I, like I pick the topic because it's something that I am genuinely curious about and I always, I like it because I do like a little bit of kind of, you know, research or just, you know, I, I think a little more critically about it and then I do a little more research to try to understand better. And anyway, I, you know, a lot of times I kind of come to a conclusion, like what my real view is on the topic. Sometimes I don't necessarily, sometimes it's more of a gray area for me. This one I thought was going to be one that was more like a, like a gray area, but then at the end I kind of did come to, you know, a conclusion, I guess. And, you know, so the question is, you know, should, well, I mean, should religion be a part of a child's life in in the modern world? Um, and this is a you know, a big question, obviously. But essentially, yeah, should should religion be a part of a child's life or be a, you know a big part of it? Um, and I, I kind of thought of it from the context too of uh, you know if I were to have my own kids, which you know hopefully I will someday. I don't have any biological children. There is a young boy who's eight years old who I still consider kind of like a son to me, but that's another story for another day. Um, but anyway. Um, you know, and I got to thinking to myself, like, okay, really, think critically, Sean, with everything you know and your experience, like, would you, would you want religion to be a part of your children's life? Do I want that, you know, in the future? And who knows, maybe my view will change. Uh, and, you know, as I was recording, planning to record this episode, I finally kind of got to the end and, like, put all my thoughts together and, like, kind of weighed the pros and cons, which I'll talk about in a minute. But I came to the conclusion at the end that, that no. I wouldn't really. I wouldn't really want religion, as we understand it today, to be part of my children's or child's life 
if I were to have a child right now. Um, and I'll explain why. But yeah, it, it's that's kind of the conclusion that I came to. And I will explain why, particularly at the end. Uh, but this is just, it's a topic that's so, you know, it's the religion is such a big topic. And like, to give you an example, or to give you just a little background on like, who I am religiously. So, I mean, I was born in the U.S. I was born to a Christian, technically a Lutheran, Protestant, whatever you want to call it, a Lutheran family. My mother's family was actually Catholic. My dad's family was Lutheran. Um, and then my mom, like, switched over to the Lutheran sect of Christianity to, like, I guess, please my dad, who literally doesn't care about religion at all. <laughs> and my mom is actually the one who goes to church. But anyway, but she talks shit about Catholicism all the time, so it's okay. Because um, we know those Catholics, they get pretty they get pretty hardcore about stuff, but they're probably hypocrites, too, just like a lot of people in a lot of different religions. Um, but I <laughs> won't, won't talk too much about that. But but anyway, so, you know, I grew up, but did not grow up in a particularly religious house. We would go to church, you know, I think there were periods in my childhood where we would go to church somewhat regularly. Then it kind of became just like a Christmas and Easter type thing. Then I had a period when I was like 18 or 19 that I started going to church with my mom like every almost every week on Sundays. Then I kind of got out of it again. Part of it was I started studying, you know, international relations and spent some time in the Middle East and learned a lot about Islam um, and then just kind of learned about, you know, all the wars that religion had caused and still was and is causing throughout the world and kind of became like pretty anti-religion for those reasons. But I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot to it. Now I've kind of gone back to where I'm like, okay, I don't consider myself, you know, religious. I don't go to church on a regular basis, but I do see the value in religion, I think, in a lot of areas. And it's funny because like, I'm one of those people now who I'm like, well, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. And you hear that and you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, like, I mean, I, I, okay. The way I describe it, um, is I kind of like God, God can mean so many different things to different people. Right. Um, I do kind of believe, do I believe like in God? I guess I consider myself more like agnostic. Like I'm not really an atheist, but I'm, I'm more like agnostic. Like, I don't think we have any way to like prove this as mere mortals down here on earth. I don't even know if there are people up in heaven or down in hell, if that's real, but I just, I, I'm not fully sold on any of this. I do kind of believe in the universal energies, if that makes sense, um, and that we all have these energies within us. And I actually, I'm actually a big believer in karma, particularly as it relates to our interpersonal relationships, um, which could be a whole other topic. But like the point is, so no, I'm not a religious person. I do kind of believe that there is something out there, you know, in the universe, if you want to call it God, or if you want to just say something to do with karma, I don't know. But um, that's kind of where I'm at. And you know, the reason I actually decided to do this topic is because I remember a couple of years ago, I actually had a couple of friends who were like debating this and both of them had been brought up in different religious backgrounds, um, but then had come to different conclusions on it. You know, one was saying, um, yes, religion definitely should be taught in schools, a part of a children, child's life. And the others, no, you know, definitely, definitely not based on my experience. And like I said, they both grew up in religious, um, you know, households and backgrounds. And so... It's just interesting because if you look like around the world now, I mean, I think there certainly is more of a trend for people to not really identify with a certain religion. I mean, I think it's like 25% of the US now and like 15 to 20% of the world now considers to be not affiliated with any particular particular religion. I mean, don't quote me on the stats. I'm just kind of, you know, this is like the stuff Google tells you. And then like, I think like 20% of the US is considered like, you know, just atheist and like, like 10% of people around the world. I don't know. I mean, uh, anyway, the point is, but it, it does seem to be growing um, in, in recent times, slowly but surely. 
Um, I actually, I kind of feel like in a weird way, this is again that like religious versus spiritual stuff, but I feel like there is a bit more of like a spiritual awakening going on. Part of it's related to like the pandemic and the changes that's caused in us on an individual and a societal level. Um, and just kind of the, where we're at in society all around the world now. Um, you know, we've got this fast paced, high tech society with ding, 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 ding. But then sometimes we're like, whoa, we need to slow down, take a step back and be more quote unquote spiritual, whatever that means. Okay. But I do see like a trend towards that in society, in spite of the fact that there are also seemingly more people who are not affiliating with a particular religion. Um, and I think in this episode, I'm not going to really get too much into the different, like, you know, which type of religion would be better. Right. Um, or, you know, like, God, I mean, whether you want to get into the monotheistic, gosh, is monotheistic the word? Yeah, the, the, you know, the religions like Judaism, Christianity, and Islam that only believe in one God, which is essentially the same God, but then, you know, we fight over it for all these different reasons, or, you know, versus Hinduism, Buddhism, whatever else, um, you know, where they believe in multiple gods or different things. Um, not going to get that much into, like, which religion would be better. Um, you know, obviously, like, here in the U.S., well, in most of Latin America, and then in the southern part of the U.S., you have... Catholicism is the huge religion, not going to get too much into the different, you know, sects of Christianity and everything, because I mean, I think it is easy to see that some religions are a bit more, well, I'm also not going to talk a lot about like extremism, but some religions just by nature seem to lend more to religious extremism. And yes, here I am talking particularly, I would say first and foremost about Islam, just because Islam, if you practice it and if you read the Quran which I have actually read the Quran um, I've read the Bible as well but I mean this is both like was you know a long time ago you know neither book is neither book is necessarily um, the nicest book you know when you're reading Old Testament Bible and then you know just the Quran itself is um, <laughs> it's very um, I mean how do I put this you know the non-believers uh, don't fare very well in particularly in the Quran and I you know the Bible just in and of itself Old Testament eye for an eye stuff um, yeah long story short I don't consider either book to be like the most uh, loving <laughs> and open-minded type thing but you know they're interpreted in different ways obviously um, and so I guess where I'm going with this is while I do think that there are certain religions certain subsets of religions and certain places around the world that like promote more of the religious extremism and what you might call like the more negative aspects of religion by like totally trying to convert everybody else or like excluding everyone else who's not of their exact religion and sect which I do consider I do consider that negative I do consider it negative to try to you know convert people essentially kind of against their will into your religion in spite of all that i'm not going to really get into like which religion i think is better than the others this is more just about like is religion itself should it be a part of a child's life should you know a belief in god a faith in god and then whatever practice it may be whether it's going to a church or a mosque whether it's prayer whether it's reading scriptures whatever should this be a regular part of a child's life that's the question that i'm trying to answer and i think that you know, like just to get into the pros and cons, like what I see it. And I mean, I'll just kind of like go back and forth a little bit here. I mean, okay, so like statistically, apparently, like the pros of having more religion in your life is it'll show that like, 
you know, the negative things that that young children and adolescents can get into happen statistically less often in children who come from religious backgrounds. So, you know, like less drugs, alcohol, suicide, um, just kind of in general, like a more hopeful outlook on life, even things like better sleep. You know, now sometimes I wonder though, like it's kind of a correlation versus causation thing. Like, okay, is it because of the religion itself or is it because religious people tend to grow up in more like nuclear family type homes where you have a mother and father with a healthy relationship and then children as opposed to, you know, broken families? I don't know. That That's a tricky one too. And I haven't studied the statistics on this, but theoretically, statistically, children with a more religious background are supposedly less susceptible to a lot of these negative things that I just talked about. Okay. Now the other, the funny thing though, this is what's hilarious is I'm like reading about this in some articles and it says like, according to studies, there are no differences in the level of morality or in like how, how good their morals are among children that are religious versus not religious. And I'm like, how did you measure that? <laughs> like, would you, did you just like survey them and you're like the freaking hundred question survey <laughs> Just like having these 15-year-old kids answer these questions, determine how morally good they are. Good luck with that. But anyway, apparently it doesn't really make any difference there whether or not you're religious, how moral you are. And see, this is actually a key point that I will say though. Like, okay, what would be the big argument for religion is that you can learn some good principles. You build a community, you know, you, you go to a place, whether it's a church, a mosque, a synagogue, you know, whatever the heck it may be, you build a community, you read some scripture that hopefully would teach you some sound principles. You know, you you, you meet some other people who, who follow these same guiding principles in life. Like I'm one who I, I love this concept of principles, having principles and committing to principles and being responsible. I think that this is not only a great way to improve our relationships with others, to treat others better, but then also just improve our own self-esteem is having high principles and sticking to them, whatever those principles are. Now, the issue is, and I see this all around the world, but religion is, is one big you know, area, is there's people that are preaching these principles, but they're not practicing them. I mean, and we don't even have to get into you know, the, the Catholic pre, you know, priests doing stuff that they shouldn't do. I mean, God almighty, I have no idea how many times I've heard stories about, you know, Islamic leaders and just people in the Muslim world in general going out, you know, they're, they're preaching, you know, prayer five times a day and living this wonderful, perfect life. And then they go off to Bahrain for, you know, alcohol, drugs, and hookers. I'm sorry. Like I have to put it that way that, and I'm, yes, I'm talking about guys from Saudi Arabia and other Gulf countries. Like I, I just have to say that, <laughs> like, I can't put it to you any different way. Like this is, this is what happens. And maybe it's not like a majority of them. Maybe it only is a minority. Um, you know, it's hard, it's hard to give statistics, but the point is there's a lot of hypocrisy in religion and there's a lot of people who are like preaching being an example, but are not being an example. And this is not just in Islam. This is in all religions around the world. Okay. And so like for me, what I'm a bigger believer in is, you know, like, yeah, we need some sort of principles. We should be teaching children principles, but they don't necessarily need to come from a religion. And quite frankly, right now in, in modern society, there's so many scandals around religious leaders. It's like, this is just, this is not a good place for it. Um, something is not working, at least in my opinion. Um, so anyway, but I mean, kind of back to the pros and cons. So like another pro theoretically is you get better, you can, it can offer like support groups and just better family dynamics in general to have some sort of a religious base around your family and around your, your life. Now that could be debated, I suppose as well. But then like, if you look on the other side of the coin, it's like, okay, 
people who are more religious in general, in general, are also probably more prone to be kind of ethnocentric, even, well, I mean, we could talk about, you know, being homophobic, right? Um, uh, this is a whole other thing. I mean, it's like, in general, religion is not open to homosexuality. I mean, you know, it, it depends. I'm sure a lot of people on this would say, wait a minute, I'm religious and I'm totally pro, you know, gay marriage, whatever. But like, I'm, I'm not an expert, but like, if you were really following hardcore what your religion says, then you're pro- you would probably be anti-gay marriage and you would probably be, you know, almost homophobic, I would say is the word. Because most religions at the core, at their fundamentals are, they are anti-gay, okay? And, you know, like just for me, like, like okay, like for example, I'm someone who's, I'm pro-gay marriage and I'm pro, you know, yeah, everything, you know, gay rights. However, I, at this point in my life, I am, I'm anti-abortion, okay? I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life. And I've done a previous episode about that. Which that kind of puts me in a weird spot in terms of religion, because if you were just to take like the true hardcore Christians, well, they would say, well, Sean, you're wrong about, you know, gay rights, for example, you know, gay marriage should not be legal, blah, 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 blah. But, um, you know, you're right about abortion. Abortion, yeah, is bad and you're pro-life. So like I'm kind of, I'm sitting on the fence here on some of these issues. And and so are many of us. And, you know, that's why it's, we don't want to put ourselves into one category just because, yeah, we're not all the time. We're, we're just... We have different opinions on different things. We're not all in one box. But anyway, I mean, you know, in my opinion, being secular and non-religious probably opens up people to be less homophobic, less ethnocentric, maybe even less like nationalist, tribal. I would even say, I mean, words like racism and misogyny. You can argue that religion um, in a lot of cases does promote like racism and, um, and misogyny. I don't know. Um, so that's kind of a con, in my opinion, of like hardcore religious religious teachings. Now, another another con is just that another negative aspect of just having religion in a child's life is it, it. Let's be honest, it does go against science in a lot of cases. I mean, the big debate is you know creationism versus evolution. I'm more of a believer in evolution. Um, yeah, and I I. You know, I feel like most of the people that I interact with, like here in the U.S., would say so as well. Like, yeah, no, I'm not believing this whole, like, God created the earth in six days and then rested on the seventh or something. And then, you know, like, I, yeah, most people are seem to be more in the evolution, you know, believing in evolution, whether it's the Big Bang or whatever you want to talk about. But it does seem to go against science in a lot of key areas. And this is a, this is actually one of the key reasons that I came to the belief that I came to at the end when I say that I don't think I would want, you know, my children, if I were to have children right now, to be, have a very religious uh, upbringing is just because in spite of like the good things that, that could come from it, whether it's, you know, the support you get, the family dynamics, the structure, the you know, the supposedly good principles you learn, the, you know, less likely to get involved in some of those negative behaviors. I don't like the idea that you're you're focusing a lot of your education, if you're going to, you know, either a religious school or just spending time in church regularly, you're spending a lot of time essentially studying something that, quite frankly, is probably just inaccurate in my opinion, it's probably just, it's just inaccurate. I think wrong is a strong word because we don't know. We can't really prove it. But like you're reading the Bible. It's like, okay, these stories might be valid. But like 
But like, if I had to guess, if you had a gun to my head and I had to guess, I would say that the story is wrong. That like the way that the, the Bible and the, the Torah, is, is that I pronounce it in Judaism, the Torah and the Quran, that they tell the story wrong. They all have their own versions of the story, but I think it's all wrong, <laughs> in my opinion, about like how humanity came to be. And I, I just think that there's too much, there's too much probably inaccuracies that I would I would prefer to have my children studying something that's more that's more proven as accurate rather than just kind of reading this somewhat mythical story about how life came to be and we we could debate like all the you know about like well what should children be studying because this is a this is a funny thing too I mean like what <laughs> it, it's probably hard right now I mean like school curriculums in general uh, can't keep up. I mean, I don't think education can keep up with the changes in technology nowadays and just the world we live in anyway, because religion still actually probably beats like half of the other stuff that are being taught in schools, like the subjects. I don't know. Like it would, it would be hard to be honest, to be, to be teaching or running a public school curriculum. What do you teach kids nowadays? It's tricky. Um, but with that being said, I mean, what I would try to do as a parent is I would definitely want my children involved in in something that you would consider constructive, which religion can be very constructive if um, done the right way, right? But I would prefer it to be something, and I'll talk a little bit more about this to close, but I would prefer it to be something that is just a little bit more like um, like definitely accurate or, or, or real, so to speak, rather than just reading these these texts and kind of, you know, getting involved in this story that just might not even be a real thing. I don't know. Um, sorry if I'm offending like 60% of listeners right now, but, um, cause this one thing that I found interesting is, uh, so Jordan Peterson, you know, you probably know I'm a fan of his, if you know who he is, another person that probably offends 60% of listeners most of the time, but, um, he's a very famous Canadian philosopher, psychologist guy. And I guess he was asked recently, I guess I heard this somewhere that like, what would he do if, um, you know, if he had a young child right now, what would he do? What would be the one thing he would make sure he did as a parent? And he said, once again, this is hearsay. I'm not sure, but he, I guess he said, I would have him go to church every Sunday morning. And his reasoning, not because it's not because like he's super religious or believes that much in Christianity, or whatever, but it's more because it's like if without that, well, then what do you fill that void with? If not church, if not religion on a Sunday morning, like what do you do? Do you sit there and watch cartoons? Do you, you know, watch TikTok videos, make TikTok videos? Like, well, like it, you know, we, we have to do something with our children, right? And this is where I'll come back to at the end and like I'll say, well, I think that I have more productive things, you know, just better things that I could do than religion with my children. Uh, but that is an interesting perspective and it's valid. It's valid. Like, yeah, church overall is probably a good place on average for children compared to all the other places you could be in the world. Any religious place, whether it's a mosque, a church, a synagogue, anything like that, is probably better than a lot of other places that children could spend an hour or two each week. Um, so that was an interesting thought. And I mean, you know, the other, the, you know, the, the separation of church and state concept, which is obviously a major concept here in the U.S., you know, the separa separation of religion and state, it is something that exists kind of throughout most of the modern world. I mean, you do have... Um, Lots of places, particularly in the Middle East still, where, you know, Sharia, Islamic law, is the law. Like, the religion is the law, and that's it. There is no separation of religion and state. This is one that, like, you know, if you... I think if you ask most people in the U.S., like, 
they would be like, well, yeah, of course, like we need separation between church and state. I mean, I could debate that, not with like a whole bunch of great data, but just to say like, well, why exactly? Like, like why, you know, why do we have these two separate things that guide how we live our life? You know, a secular law and then a religious quote unquote law or principles. I mean, saying a religious law like sounds bad here to someone from the U.S. because it's like, well, no, 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 religion is not law. But like, you get my point. It's like, well, yeah, why are they two separate things? I mean, if you're, if you are a believer in God, you know, why wouldn't you want God's laws, quote unquote, to be the laws of your state or of your, your country, your nation? I don't know. I mean, that one, it's a big topic, but it's kind of up for debate. So, um, I don't know. I mean, those are kind of my, those were kind of the main pros and cons I wanted to go over. And, and like I said, the, the conclusion that I come to for myself is if I were to have kids right now, I would say, no, I don't want religion to be a part of their life. And the funny thing about that is it would all depend, like, you know, I'm single right now, but it would all depend on, it would all depend on the woman anyway. You know, if I get married and have children, it's like, it's not going to be me that's making the decision. Let's be real about this. (laughs) But like for me to throw in my two cents, I would be like, no, I don't want them to be real religious. And I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. And that was me trying to um, uh, defend my chances with like 50% of the female listeners out there. But I wouldn't have a problem with religion. I just wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily be, yeah, I I just don't think it would be something I would push them to get into because I think that there are more constructive things, like I said, based more on, I mean, science is not even necessarily the best word, but just on like concrete facts that I could get them into. Like one thing, for example, I, like I would probably want to teach my children to be much more in alignment with nature, right? This is something that I'm trying to get into. I've gotten into a lot over the last three or four years, you know, just getting outside on a more regular basis, understanding better how nature works. Um, you know, I'm getting into to hunting right now, which some people look at as like a barbaric thing, but it's like, well... No, I mean, this This makes us understand and have respect for animals. Where does this food actually come from that we're eating? You know, I don't know anything about farming yet um, or, you know, about foraging, about, you know, um, yeah, all these different ways that you can get and grow your own food uh, just to try to be more in harmony with nature and the natural world that we live in because I think that we're disconnected from that. And I think that's one of the biggest things I would do is to try to get my children really connected with the natural world, these things that we, we definitely know are here. You know, we don't know about... God, we don't, you know, we're not sure about that. If you think you're sure about that, I'll debate you because I don't think you can be sure about the existence of a God. I I don't, I'm sorry. I know that half the listeners are saying, no, Sean, I know God is real because, because you read books your whole life that said that and you were told that. But like, I just, I, I, you can't prove it to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. Um, Maybe, probably, I don't know, but you can't prove it to me. Um, Whereas like, you know, you could like, I can prove I think that that the sunrise and the sunset exist and that the nature around us, the earth that we live on exists. You know, this is part of our life. And I think I would try to teach my children to be more in harmony with that, to have a better understanding of that, of the earth itself, rather than religion. You know, this kind of overarching thing that, that overlooks the universe, you know, with this power called God, supposedly that... Um, I guess controls everything. I, I, I don't even know. You know, do you, do you say God controls everything? But um, and then there are a lot of other things that you could do too. You know, I just I think I would I would really try to be a good example for my children. You know, with some key principles, the same type of stuff that you might be taught with a religious upbringing. Um, 
and then I would be a better example than a lot of the Catholic priests and the the Saudi guys who like to go to Bahrain on the weekends. Um, but um, you know, it wouldn't necessarily, and it wouldn't involve religion itself. I don't think it has to. I think there's a lot of other different things that you can do. I certainly wouldn't want my kids sitting on the couch watching TV all day or just on TikTok all day, but I think that I can do a lot of really constructive, useful things with them that teach them the same good things and principles that religion will teach them, but it's not totally based on this possibly false um, uh, story that religion teaches us. I mean, how the heck... (laughs) I don't know how the heck so many people, this is just me venting now, but I don't know how the heck so many people like think that their religion is absolutely 100% correct when there's like 50 different religions. I mean, you could even just divide up the monotheistic ones, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, and like they're all, I mean, the story's almost the same, but then they're like, well, no, our version is correct. You know, Muhammad was the last prophet. Well, no, it was Jesus. He died on the cross, right? And, you know, to, you know, to, to save us from everything. And like, you guys are wrong. It's like, how do you how do you keep thinking that how can you like say that no religion is definitely all accurate and the story's accurate when we're all arguing with each other about what version of it is accurate nobody has any freaking clue okay there all right i'll end the podcast on that all right end the episode on that we'll be back with another episode tomorrow that probably won't have anything to do with religion but yeah so that's my stance all right hope you enjoyed the episode as always, more than happy to debate this if you want to chat about it. So look up the links in the, in the description.